Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sunshine Podcast. This is yours truly, Dora Williams. And we are here with the men's segment, Men, We Need Your Voice. And I am so happy to have back my brother, Otis Comer, pastor, minister, Otis Comer with us on today. And we're going to switch this thing up just a little bit. As you all know, today is actually, it's actually February. And February is known as the love month, so to speak. Valentine's Day is approaching, and we're going to switch it up just a little bit and be a little bit transparent. Um, We're going to talk about the love of a man, a man's love language. How does a man love? Is it easy for a man to love, or is it difficult for a man to love? And what better way to get those answers than to have a young man to come on that don't mind being transparent and giving us these answers. So at this time, I am going to turn it over to him and he's going to take us further into it. Amen. Amen. Good evening. It is a blessing to be back again. Amen. And I just thank you for this opportunity. I think again, Pastor Williams. Um, as I think about the word love, love is one of those things that many express through emotions, uh, many express through feelings, uh, through touching, uh, through acceptance as well, too. Um, if we look at the word love, um, it's one of those things to where we can define basically universally because the bible says that for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whosoever believe it shall not perish but have everlasting life but the word love itself oh my god it is it is one of those things to where when you find it uh you cannot let it go you have to hold on to it because love will change every defining moment in your life it changes it uh, anytime you have somebody just just love you from out of a hard place and they change those defining moments in your life to where, you know, hey, I didn't think I was going to make it. But somebody loved me enough or cared enough just to be there to let me know that, hey, I'm going to be all right. You know, and, and so to think about it is when we look at the word love. If we go to how the Greek and the Hebrew basically uh, speaks of it, you have, oh God, you have agape love, you have filial love, you have theo love, you have storage love. And so these type of loves basically changes every defining moment in every man's life. Ooh, just talking about love just gives me chills. Wow. <laughs> hey, man, it gives me chills because... I was that type of man that, you know, hey, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. But God has a way that when the Bible says that God is love, Mm -hmm. God has a way to to reassure you Mm -hmm. that the love that he has for you, he will pour it into an individual Mm -hmm. and express himself and his love through that individual to where it changes every moment in your life. Amen. Amen. Even if we look at the Bible, when the Bible talks about how in the book of Genesis uh, 2 and 
18 he says that because he had a plan so great for man and he didn't want man to be alone he said it is not good that man should be alone i will create him a help me i will create him a help me for every defining moment in his life so that he may know the love that i have for him Jesus, the love that I have for him, I'm going to, I'm going to capture that love and place it in an individual and express my love through that individual that he may know or that she may know that I love you. Lord, Lord have mercy. <laughs> it's just something touching and something deep when we think about it. Ooh, God can place his love in an individual and they will love you so greatly. It'll make you say to yourself, am I even deserving of this love? Lord have mercy. But I want to go back to the scripture. He says that in the word of God, he says that it is not good that a man should be alone. I will create him a helpmeet. And one of the struggles that men go through, especially when they don't know how to love, they remain by themselves. They would rather remain single than to be with anyone because nothing has captured their heart or captured their mind or even captured their sight. My Lord. Because men are visual. Alright? Mm -hmm. Men are visual and they're logical. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't fit. Period. <laughs> Wow. And so the thing about it is because God is so wonderful and so great, he said that, man, I don't want you to be alone because you have a part of my attributes. You were created in my image and my likeness. You have a level of love that you that, that I'm going to allow you to express not only to yourself, but to the one that I connect you to. And so this is why it's not good that men should be alone because there is a level of love that flows through you that God has placed in you that has to be expressed. Yeah, it has to be expressed. It is appointed and it has to be expressed. This is why, man, you cannot be alone. Because if you remain alone, you forfeit healthy connections, healthy relationships wow. that lead to an exponential level of love that you have never felt in your life. Uh -huh. I was that man before. I was that man before, you know, and, and, and I used to say to myself, you know, hey, I'm, I'm not going to share love with no one. I'm not going to give my heart to no one. And it was only because of my upbringing, what I saw. And I felt like love would not, love was not, it, it was not supposed to hurt. Love was not supposed to make a person feel inferior or superior to you. Love was not supposed to take advantage. Love was supposed to be a free flowing thing to where everyone is happy because of the attributes of it. And so sometimes the experiences and the upbringing are the experiences in relationships. It will stop the growth and the opportunity for any man to express a level of love to where he can change somebody's life 
So he changes his mind and changes his heart and don't want to be connected to anyone. This is why the secular world has basically abused the terminology of what it means to love. The secular world have, have basically stated that if you degrade and disrespect a woman, it's considered love. But the Bible says that, that there has not been no greater love than this than for a man to lay down his life for his friend. And so because of the fact we connect to these, these ideals of what love is based off of what we see and what we hear, it stops the opportunity for us to be able to experience genuine love. Why do I say that? Because as we begin to go further into the scripture in Genesis 2, 22, and the Bible says that, I'm sorry, in Genesis 2, 21, and the Bible says that, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took out of his rib and closed up the flesh and stayed thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her to them unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. See, God has placed a level of love in a man that he identifies the love based off the attributes of what he sees. If a man sees himself in the object of love, he remains the subject and pours into it. He remains the subject and pours into the object because the object is a direct replica of who he is. The same way with God when he said it is not good that man should be alone because if I pour into you and you don't want to share what I pour into you, who is it benefiting? Because, because if I'm pouring into you, you have to share that love <laughs> so that people may know that there is a God and I am love. As the Bible says that you would know my disciples by the love that they bear, by the commitment. You would know them because, because they pour out themselves. And see, the reason why it's difficult for uh, um, many men today to pour out themselves is because of what they have experienced. As I stated before, what I had experienced and what I saw, it forfeited the opportunity for me to 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 at least uh, experience what love was. So I look I, I look for love in all the wrong places based off my ideology of what I thought love was. But it was not until I came into the knowledge of who God was that he revelated to me what love is supposed to do. Love is supposed to enrich. It's supposed to build. It's supposed to it's supposed to give growth. It's supposed to uh, cause a man to go into a level of knowledge of who he is in the eyesight of God that he continue to build and grow upon that. This is why Adam said and she is now flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. Because he identified that if I am the subject of love, God can only give me the object to pour into. 
Lord have mercy. He can only give me the object to pour into. This is why when Jacob saw Rachel, he saw purpose. He saw love. He saw destiny. He saw everything in himself as Adam looked and saw this is flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. She shall be called. This is why Jacob would, would, would literally work seven more years because he remained the subject of love and it was his purpose to fulfill the object of love. So that he may pour the love that God had in him upon the person who God had for him. Amen. Amen. And so, and so, man, yes, we express love differently. We express it differently. And I know sometimes women be like, I just don't get it because, yes, you are emotional. Men are logical. We express love completely different. You know, I believe that, you know, I express in a way that anytime I see my wife, Hey, I see you. I want to hug. I want to kiss. I want to show love. My wife may feel like, hey, you didn't even ask me about my day. You ain't asked me how I'm doing. You ain't asked me how I'm feeling. Because from the emotional stance, she is looking for a covering. But from the mental stance, I'm looking for uh -huh, an embrace. I'm looking for acceptance. And so because of how God wired us, he gives us opportunity to relate. That's what makes us strong in a relationship. This is why it's not good that man should be alone because he created us to know how to relate. And as we relate, we evolve. So once we start evolving, then those moments when my wife says that, you know, hey, I just really wish that my day was not the way that it was. She may even be saying it to herself. I just really wish that my day was not the way that it was. Well, God is speaking to me saying, hey, Otis, go to the store. Get your wife some flowers. Show your wife that, hey, hey, I'm thinking about you today. I'm proud of you. Hey, I love you. Hey, I want you to keep excelling. You are the greatest person that I have ever came to come to with. Because God knows how to fulfill those needs when sometimes we don't understand. But see, sometimes men get it confused because they consider rejection as means to go into a different dynamics. Well, you can get anything to say nothing to me. I ain't saying nothing to you. <laughs> you ain't talking to me. I ain't talking to you. But we have to understand the level of love that God has placed in us. That God know how to place a level of love in you that when you know God completely and totally, he shows you how to know yourself and you know how to relate to the connections that you have created to be a part of your life. You're going to know how to, to get to the position where, hey, I feel my wife, I'm going to pray for her. This is my way of showing love. Hey, I feel my significant other. I'm going to send some flowers to her job and say, hey, I'm proud of you. You're the best person in the whole world. That's my way of showing love because God is leading me to love in that way. Because if it was up to us men to love women, 
listen, hear me good. If it was up to us, sometimes we would not get it right. <laughs> would not get it right. Wow. <laughs> we would not get it right because we will love based off of selfish expectations that we place on ourselves and others. But when we love based off the way that God leads us, he gets the glory in it. He gets the glory. It doesn't matter if you are in heated fellowship with your wife. It doesn't matter if you are in heated fellowship with a friend. God would know, God would know how to come in and tell you, go about it this way. Go back in the proper guys. Go back and say, hey, I'm gonna take the wrong for the right. Go back and and and, and mend this very thing. Mm-hmm. Mended so that so that God can get the glory out of it because the enemy wants you to continue to stay at odds. Right. That's why he creates challenges right. to keep you at odds. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and nobody is winning but the enemy of your soul. Mm-hmm. But when you allow the Lord to come in, and when you allow him to lead you, this is why, this is why, this is why God began to even tell Adam. He said, Adam, he said, I called you. Mm-hmm. Did you not hear? Adam said, I heard your voice, but I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said this because of the expectation that he placed upon himself instead of listening to God for God to lead him. To lead your wife, lead your household, lead your family. No, you took your eyes off of God. And when you took your eyes off of God, then the enemy created a challenge that caused you to miss God. My God. But any time that we stay in position to where God can lead us and give us the wisdom that, that, that we need, I assure you, God will teach you how to love the person that you're with. He will teach a man how to love whenever he don't know how to love. He will teach a man how to love even if he never seen it growing up. Because God is love. Amen. Amen. And I know one of the, the, the other questions uh, was finding love again after separation, divorce, or death. Listen, I can tell you from first experience. Finding love again after uh, your life has been turned upside down by separation, divorce, or death is the most difficult stage in your life and it it would take much communication with god it would take much communication with friends it would take much communication to yourself you you have to encourage yourself because sometimes it's not going to be easy taking that walk after your life has been turned upside down or after you have lost um a loved one and I, you know from my experience walking through a divorce is like walking through death it is just like walking through death but the only thing is you still see that person and sometimes you're seeing right. that person <laughs> <laughs> you, listen listen you have some 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 you have some negative energy inside of you yeah. at times, especially when it ended. It ended on turns. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I can bear witness to that. It ends on terms that you know that God, how did I allow this to happen? Uh, oh God, why you did not tell me this from the beginning? But we have to thank God that he allowed us to go through it. Because in him allowing us to go through it, he gets the glory out of it. And it basically causes us to evolve in another level in him. It causes us to learn how to be dependent on God to take us to different levels and leaps and bounds in him. So we don't lose our mind. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So we don't end up in jail. Yes. <laughs> We don't end up in prison. Right. So we have to learn how to lean on God's unchanging hand. The Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. Mm. And blessed is a man who put his trust Lord. in the Lord. Yes. Because those moments will, they, they, they require you. Listen, you, you, you will have to keep your mind on God. Because I'm telling you, your mind will go places. <laughs> Listen, my mind have went some places previously, and I'm I'm like God. Listen, I I I need you right now to cover me in your blood. Yes. Because God, I, I listen, God, listen. I'm gonna be real with you right now. I'm gonna be the real oldest coma junior right now. I I gotta be open and honest and real with you. Because right. <laughs> exactly. this is how I feel. This is what I'm going through. This is what they've done to me, and this is what I want to do. Right. But sometimes you have to find yourself like David mm. when. Lord have mercy, when David had to experience that traumatic experience, when he had to go through that thing to, to where he know that he had done wrong in the eyesight of God. And even if somebody has done you wrong, listen, sometimes you don't have to, you don't have to attack and revenge. But you have to go in a place, a still place to where you can be able to communicate those thoughts to God. Yes. You have to communicate your heart's posture to God. You got to give it to God so much that even as David did, David, David laid out, he made his own threshing floor. He laid out and gave it to God that even down to the man that was on the outside of the door. They said, if we tell David what happened, if he got up rejoicing now, we tell him what happened. Ain't no telling what he might do. Right. <laughs> right. He gets up and say, it is well. And sometimes we have to encourage ourselves to say that it is well. Yes. We have to continue to encourage ourselves in the Lord yes. and say, it is well. Yes. It may not feel good because of what you're going through. But listen, trouble doesn't last always. I'm a living witness. I am a living witness. Listen, I thought I thought my divorce was going to kill me. It was going to destroy me. I thought I thought I would never be the same. I thought I was going to lose my mind because of everything that took place and how it took place. And I was in a state of shock, like, God, how can you allow this to happen? Lord, how is it that you can allow this to take place in my life? But do you not know that, that the ways of a man are before the Lord and he order his steps? Do you not know? Do you not know that as the Bible says that he says that he will place you in the fire to try you? 
but you will come out as pure gold. Do you not know? Do you not know that when God turns it around and works it in your favor, it is better, as the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes. He said, "It is better the ending of a thing than the beginning thereof." Because God know how to bring things together to put you in a position where He bless you. When I tell you my years of of crying, my years of 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 oh my God, about losing my mind, my year, my year, even attempting to commit suicide because I could not bear the pain any longer. I could not bear what I could not bear what happened. That opportunity for me to commit suicide, God spared. He spared me because He knew I was hurting. He knew as a man I was broken. How could you allow this to happen to me? But because God is so great and he's merciful, God began to do what the Bible says. And he says that in the Bible, he says that I will give you, I will give you, I will give you laughter. I will give you joy. I give you beauty for your ashes. And when God did just that, I was not expecting for this to happen. But God began to do just what I stated in the beginning. He began to do the very thing that he he told Adam. I want to express myself through you. And I want you to feel me through a woman. And I'm going to bless you to where you will stay in my presence at all times. You will feel me when you're sad. You'll feel me when you're happy. You'll feel me when you're upset. I'm going to cause you to be the subject of love that you pour into the object. God began to bless me so greatly that 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 all the years that I counted loss and said, God, how could this how could this happen? All the days of my youth are gone. But he says that I will restore the youth. I will restore your youth. I will give you a level. I will give you a level of peace. It's a peace. I don't understand it. And God began to bless me after my moment of getting up like David did. After my moments of getting up and saying that, Lord, Lord, listen, I was not expecting this. God, God, this thing happened to me suddenly. I was not even looking for this to go this way. God, my heart's posture was in the right place. Lord, I gave my all. God said that because you remain faithful to me mm. in the midst thereof, I'm going to bless you. My Lord. And the way that God blessed me, I have been receiving more yes. than I have ever experienced throughout my whole life. He has blessed me abundantly. He blessed me with an amazing wife. He blessed me with an amazing career. He blessed me with amazing business. He just, he, he continued to blow my mind in things. Because when we feel like we are defeated because of what we lost, only thing God wants you to do is do like the same, do the same thing that he began to say unto the man in the book of John, the fifth chapter, when he said, without be made whole. Mm, Do you not know that you're in the place of Bethesda? You're in the house of mercy and God will have mercy Mm. upon you. 
when you feel like you're about to lose it all when you feel like god I'm, I'm about to take my life when you feel like god i don't know what else to do god said i will meet you at the place of bethesda and the question i'm gonna ask you is will you be made whole if you're willing to be made whole take up your bed take it up and walk because when you take it up and walk that basically means that you're trusting me to lead you by the path of the still waters <laughs> you're trusting my rod and my staff to comfort you oh jesus you're trusting me to be your jehovah jireh you're trusting me to be your jehovah nisi you're trusting me to elevate you even whenever it's uncomfortable even when it's difficult Amen, amen. You know, I began to hear this woman of God begin to bring forth powerful wisdom. And she said that one thing about it is the same spirit that anointed Jesus. It's the same spirit that, that covered him in the wilderness. My Lord. The same spirit that quickened your mortal body. It's the same spirit that will cover you in your trials. It's the same spirit that will anoint you through your trials and in your trials. It's the same spirit that will bear you up to prevent you from dashing your feet against the stone. It's the same spirit that will encourage you. It's the spirit of God that will be there with you. And sometimes you have to be to a position that even when your life is troubled because of relationships, because of that divorce, because of the that, in the name of Jesus, because of that particular death that took place, because of that connection in the name of Jesus, because of that bad in the name of Jesus relationship, and you had to be separated from it. You have to understand that the same spirit of God that led you through your storms is the same spirit of God that is right there to cover you and keep you. You have to know that that moment when God meets you at the place of Bethesda, which means the house of mercy, you have to be ready to say, God, I'm ready to give it all up so that I may be able to walk the life that you've given me. Because right now I have challenges. I have this broken relationship. I have this divorce. I have, in the name of Jesus, I have this particular death that has taken place. But God, I know that you are able to keep me. I know that your spirit will lead me. I know that you will cover me. I know that you will be right there. And sometimes you got to trust God more than your own mindset. You got to lean on God more than your emotions. You have to you have to depend on God more than the very hurt that you are experiencing. That's the only way that when He meets you at the place of mercy, and He says, "Will thou be made whole?" You got to be ready to give up everything, take up your bed, and you got to walk. You got to you got to be just like David. You got to get up out of that hard place. You got to get up and you got to say that God, Your mercy endureth forever. I'm trusting You. I believe that You have delivered me, God. I believe that You have saved me, God. I believe that You're gonna have mercy on me, and I'm gonna keep it moving. My God. Because this is the hour in what the enemy wants to pollute the saint's mind of what it means to love. But we have to stand in a position the same way Adam did. Even in the midst of what the enemy is trying to tell you about your partner or tell you about your family or tell you about your friend or tell you about your significant other. You have to look the enemy dead in the eyes and you got to say to your person that you will to tell your wife, tell your family, tell your children. You have to tell them, listen, you are flesh of my flesh. 
and bone of my bone. And for this reason, God has blessed me to be a covering to my household, to be a covering to my wife, to be a father to my children, to be a father uh, to many nations, to be a father to those who don't have a father. God has blessed me with a level of love to pour out and 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 share with those that, who don't know what love is. And as we get ready to close tonight, listen, I want you to take the opportunity. I don't care what it is that you're going through. Nobody has to know it because God sees and know everything. Nobody. I don't even want you to expect for nobody to feel your pain. I don't even want you to expect for somebody to understand. Because you got to understand, the Bible says that your ways are not his ways and your thoughts are not his thoughts. So stop leaning and depending on somebody else to understand what you're going through. And you got to go to God. You have to lean on God's unchanging hand and you have to be honest about where you are. You have to be honest about the pain that you feel. You have to be honest about what you're going through. You have to be honest and you have to open up and you have to express where you are. Understand, God asked Adam this particular question, where are you? Adam was honest enough to say that because of his condition, he hid himself. Stop hiding your love. Stop hiding your compassion. Stop hiding your understanding. Stop hiding it and give those thoughts to God so that God may be able to redeem the time in your life to bring you to a place that he may continue to root you and ground you in him. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Man, that was awesome. I mean, I am blown away. I'm almost speechless because that was just so good how you talked about the levels of love how you talked about really the main thing loving someone from a hard place they've been in that is so difficult for a woman to love a man from a hard place or vice Mm -hmm. versa but like you Mm -hmm. say with the help of God understanding God's love it makes it easy to love someone else regardless of where they at in their life And I love what you say when you say never, when, when, when a person has never experienced true love growing up, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and then want a family, you know, you have to love that family, but you never experienced it enough to be able to give it. That's powerful. But again, getting to know God, his love that he has for us in such a way. Like you say, he will share that love, pour it into someone else so that you can continue Yes, to yes. have that love that you need and be able to share it like you say I love that share it mm-hmm. with someone Jesus. else with someone else yeah. and I love what you said at the end stop hiding your love love is nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed about mm-hmm. you don't have to be ashamed of loving someone in public I mean you know you keep things decent but yes. don't, don't, don't be afraid to Show love to people, especially your companion, your wife, your husband, family, mm-hmm. because pe- people need that. People are lonely yes. for it and don't know how to receive it sometimes. They want it, but don't know how to receive it. 
um, a lot of men want to show it but don't know how to show it or portray it or release it um so this this was just real 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 good it is a topic that needs to be discussed um yes. more men need to come forth you know and and share you know and in hopes that it helps other men understand their love language their love life um and the love that god would have just for them Amen, amen, amen. That is so true. Amen, amen. And, and, and I'm just looking forward for this to to bless as many men ears yeah. <laughs> as possible. Amen. Definitely. Amen, amen. Share it. Get the word out because this is so needed. That you know because you let your voice been heard. Yes. Maybe this yeah. will encourage someone else to come forth and share their testimony, share their life experiences. Yes. About their love life, their love language. Again, to Amen. help that next man come forth. So I'm, I'm grateful and I thank God for you. I'm going to thank God for the mantle that's on your life. And you continue to be that voice that we need in such a time as this. Amen. 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 I hope that it was something said to bless you on tonight. Until next time, be blessed and stop hiding your love.